0: Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Hey folks, welcome to Wednesday night. So glad you could tune in again tonight. I tell you what, I'm so thankful that we have a faithful God, faithful to all generations, his word has never changed. He's not a God that he should lie. Uh, but everything he's said has been true. And I pray tonight that you're, you're recognizing that as Paul said over in Ephesians chapter one, he's praying that we'd have a, a spirit of wisdom and, and revelation and the knowledge of him. And I pray that as you learn, uh, as you study the word, as you hear uh, the messages of the word, your understanding is going to be broadened as you're going to uh, know him more and more. That was Paul's Desire was not at the end of his uh, ministry. He said, what do you want, Paul? He said, I want to know him and the power of his revelation. And I pray that's at your uh, heart tonight because that's really what we're talking about. These are all heart issues. Everything we do, it has to do with our heart. And God looks on what? The heart. (laughs) Man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart. So we have to line our heart up with his. And uh, because as we line ourselves up with him, we can begin to walk in what He said we could have, and do what He said we can do. Amen. Now, last week I talked; uh, we were talking about walking it in uh, power, or we have power and authority. I mean, even you know, Jesus has given us authority, but He's also backs it up with His power. And so, over in in uh, Matthew 16, we read this scripture is talking about uh, Jesus. Uh, he was at uh, Caesarea Philippi, and He asked His disciples, saying. Whom do men say that I am? The son of man am. You know, that's a riveting question when he goes on down here because they they answered him a few like Elijah or Jeremiah or one of the prophets, in other words. And he goes on to say, but who do you say that I am? I want to tell you tonight, he'll be who you say. Whatever this word says he is to you, that's who he is. And if you begin to say it, you can begin to walk in it for yourself. How many of you know we're walking miracles when you've accepted Jesus Christ you're a walking miracle and you have to know that what his word is true and it is for you you know sometimes we we get doubt and unbelief comes in and we don't believe well I wish I was like so and so or uh, I wish I had their faith well you have faith he's given us the measure of faith but we have to grow that faith and how do we do it we begin to say who he is to us and also we begin to say who we are in Christ Amen. It's really important to begin to say who you are in Christ because you can't live in your old life. <laughs> a lot of people do. They, they don't get deliverance because they've never applied what the word of God says for them. I was talking to somebody the other day and we got to talking about, uh, how it shouldn't be as hard as we make it sometimes to walk in, in the fullness of what God has for us. I said, you know, I said, Sandy, uh, my wife, Sandy is a really good cook. And, uh, and she, but she, 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 uh, I remember her making pies, like she make a, a, a pumpkin pie. And, and, and I remember when Pastor Larry said, man, that's the best pumpkin pie I've ever eaten or something like that. One, and one time it hadn't been all that long ago. And, and she says, well, it's, it's all I do is I just get a can and I follow the recipe. Well, if you ever think about this is the instruction manual. This is our recipe for a, a prosperous life. And, and it's funny because she says, well, I will just I just buy the, the rolled out dough and I put it in the pan and, and, I, and I do what the recipe says to do and it comes out. Isn't it amazing? If we would just take what the word of God said about us, about our situations and what he has done for us and just say, that's for me. And I'm gonna put it in practice. We would be so far ahead of the game, so to speak, it's not a game, but ahead of in life, and, and the same thing with what with, with we hear in the pulpit. If you come to church here on Sunday or at another church and the pastor's pr- uh, preaching, faith-filled words. Now, I'm not talking about political stuff and all this other stuff. I'm talking about faith-filled words, what God has to say from his word. I hope you're going, if you're listening to this, and you don't come to this church, I hope you're going to a church that preaches the Bible. That's the most important thing you can do is have somebody that pre- preaches the truth. But if you would just take those things, and when, whatever it is, it may be a simple thing and, and begin to say, I'm going to begin to do that and, and be obedient to what God has said. Guess what? Your life would be changed in a heartbeat. It really would. You'd begin to have victory in your life over, over the problems and the adversity that's coming in your li- life. And we have to do that regardless of how long you've been in the kingdom. You have to continue that. It isn't like this is a, okay, I've got it one time and that's all I need. No, we walk out our salvation with fear and trembling. So we all must do that. So if you if, get in this word, get in this instruction manual, and do what the recipe says to do, amen? And you will be doing some good cooking, I'm telling you. So it goes on to say down here, and he talks about, blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, because Peter has said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And he said that by the spirit at the point. God had revealed that. The Father had revealed that. And Jesus says, and I'll give you the keys of the kingdom of God. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Now, he's given us authority. He says, I'll give it to you. It's delegated authority. I give you the the keys to the kingdom. And he goes on to say in Matthew 28, we've read this before. All power has been given unto me. And he tells his disciples, in other words, all authority has been given unto me. Go, now that word is is authority. Go, he tells his disciples to go. Did he tell them to go without equipping them? No. He said, since it's been given to me, I'm telling you to go because I'm giving you authority to go in my name. Amen? That's what we're to do now. We're to do things in his name. Then we read over in Luke 29, 49. He says, tarry ye in Jerusalem, tarry ye in Jerusalem, he's talking to his disciples again, until you receive and wait on the promise of the Father. Amen? The promise of the Father. And then we read in Acts chapter one, and I'll go to that real quick, but Acts chapter one, verse eight, and he said, uh, I like what it says here. He said, but you shall, re-, all right, but let's go to verse seven. It is not for you to know the times or the seasons in which the Father has put his own authority, but you shall receive what? Power. Now, we just said to receive authority. Now, he said you're going to receive power or dudamus. not only authority, but power to use that when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be what witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and the ends of the earth. Now, I like I like what. John the Baptist said uh, over the word over in Matthew 3, he said, John the Baptist says, I only baptize you under repentance, but if one is coming, that he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Fire. You know what? Fire either uh, 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 purifies or it destroys. What are you going to be? I'm going to be purified because I want to be stirred up and and for the, the master's use. Amen. And then it goes on to say, they were all in one accord over in verse 14 of, of chapter one of verse uh, in Acts. And it says they were all continued in one accord. In other words, they were in unity. What the church, what the church, I'm telling you, the whole church at large, the ones that are born again under the, the bloodstained banner of Jesus Christ, is what they need is unity. We don't need division in, here in our own church. We don't need division over what the government's doing and what the, what's being mandated and all that. Listen, we ought to, we ought to be rally around the flag of Jesus Christ and not say, well, I didn't do this and you did and da, 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 and go back and forth. That's, that's discord, not one accord. And they were in one accord and in prayers and supplication with the w- women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and, uh, and with his brothers. Now, in Acts chapter two, they're waiting for what? The promise of the father. The father is always gonna be on time. He's always sending the word. Doesn't mean we receive it on time, but they were waiting expectantly. How many are expecting God to move mightily in this day and this hour? How many are expecting a revival like we've never seen in all the earth? How many of you know there could be revival all around? We could miss it. So you begin to pray, Lord, I thank you for revival in my own heart, revival in our church, revival wherever we go, the move of God in Jesus' name. And keep your mind off all the stuff that's going on that doesn't mean you're not informed. I'm just saying keep your mind off of it in Jesus' name. So on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, we know that they are all in one, there they are with one accord in one place. They were in unity. How many of you know when you were unified in the things that what God says we will begin to see him move mightily in our midst? And they said, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire and one set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So here they are. The Holy Spirit has come. Amen. Amen. The same Holy Spirit that we receive when we ask for it in Jesus name. So it goes on to see and then they were, they must have been acting they were speaking in different tongues and they were probably... Uh, kind of in a look like a drunken state but they weren't they were just filled with the spirit of God sometimes we get so caught up with somebody gets up and dances around a little bit or gets excited and shouts and maybe acts a little different sometimes that's because they're filled with the Holy Spirit now sometimes they're just (laughs) they're just off in their own self but listen we shouldn't get all upset with that but Peter said in verse 14 of chapter 2 he said, standing up with the 11, raised his voice and said, men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let it be known to you and hear my words, for these are not drunk as you suppose. See, they people thought they were drunk. They were staggering around, speaking in tongues. They were, And people said they were drunk. But he said, no, since it was only the third hour of the day, in other words, it was early in the morning, and, and uh, uh, mid morning, I guess. And, but this is what he was spoken by the prophet Joel. We hear, we've heard these words, but think about this. And it shall come to pass in the last days. How many of you know we're in the last days? We're in the last days. You, you can just look around and see things happening. all. Of, prophecies are being fulfilled. Things are being happening all the time. We ought to keep our minds stayed on that stuff. And it says, God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, Well, are you flesh? I assume you are. Now, we have flesh, and we are in a body, amen, spirit, soul, body. And he says, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. You know, we pray in our Monday night prayer especially that our young people would be on fire, that they'd begin to be so filled with the the spirit of God that they'd begin to prophesy and have visions about what God can and will do on the earth, amen, amen, and in their lives. And so it goes on to say, and your uh, old men shall dream dreams and on your manservants and on your maidservants, I will pour out my spirit in those days. Amen. And this is what he poured out on the day of Pentecost and it's still here and it's multiplying. It's more people in the earth today. That's why I believe it's multiplying and they shall prophesy and I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, uh, blood and fire and vapor of smoke and the sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon will be into blood before the uh, coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now listen, this is Peter. This is the one that denied him three times, not too many days before that. And now he's filled with the Holy Ghost and he isn't afraid to speak out at all. He's ready to go and, and do battle like Jesus said to do. And he's telling these people, this is, what, this is what the Spirit of God, this is the Spirit of God is being poured out today, and it's still being poured out, and you ought to know that today. Listen, tradition can cause you to uh, str- uh, shrink back from what God has said. We are to be t- the same as these first uh, uh, first church was and do the things that they were doing because they were doing the same things that Jesus was doing, and we are too. So don't listen to that tradition where these things have passed away. The power of the Holy Spirit is still for today. Amen? Amen. But then it goes on uh, on further down, and, and he's speak, speaking. And, and uh, then he said, uh, he's in a house, and all the house of Israel, knowing surely what God has made, this Jesus, whom you crucified. Now, he's, he's being very bold. Listen, before that, he was a coward. How many of you know the Holy Ghost, when you're full of the Holy Spirit, you'll be bold? This is what we're talking about, walking in power and boldness. Amen. And he says he's being very bold. Now, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said to them, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of, the, of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. For the promises to you, and now listen to this, the promises to you and your children and to all who are afar off, as many as the Lord our God who has called, will call. Listen, that means us. Many were afar off. That's us. Amen? So uh, it goes on to say, and then they were together together. And with many words, he, he testified and exhorted them saying, be saved for this. From this perverse generation, we could be saying the same thing today, and we should be. Be saved from this perverse generation. Then those who gladly received his word were baptized, and that day about 3,000 souls were added to the kingdom and to to them. And then they continued steadfastly. What steadfastly means, they were on a continual uh, process. They they weren't just doing it a little bit at a time. They weren't checking the box on a Sunday and say, well, I went to church and then checked out when they got home uh, after they left, went back to their own way of living. They were continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and the breaking of bread and in prayers. Hallelujah. This group was meeting all the time. And it said that fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Hey, listen, this is an awesome fear of God is what it is. It's not afraid of being afraid of him. It's just an awesome reverence and fear of him. And now all were believed were together and had all things in common and sold their possessions and goods and divided them amongst all and anyone had need. So continuing daily, there it is again, with one accord in the house and from house to house or in the temple and breaking bread from house to house. They ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily, those who were being saved. My goodness, that's for today. My friends, that hasn't passed away. We're to, we're to be in one accord. We're to be in unity. listen, I heard somebody say well i don't care for that so-and-so and and sister sister so-and-so or brother so -so." listen get over that get over that be the light in the darkness wherever you go amen amen now we find peter and john what do they do next they go into uh, they're going up to the temple to pray about the ninth hour so this was on a daily basis they went to the temple to pray And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms for those who entered the temple. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms, and fixing his eyes on him uh, with John, Peter said, look at us. Listen, you got something inside of you that's greater than anything that's outside of you. So look on us, he said. So he gave his attention, expecting to receive something from, from them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Not just, see that Jesus was a common name in a lot of places, but this was the Jesus, the Christ, uh, uh, you know, uh, of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. Now, this is a bold statement he's making here. This man had. And we'll find out in a minute, he'd been paralyzed for 40, over 40 years. The man was over 40 years old. So it says that right in the text, but he goes on. And and he took him by the right hand. In other words, he when when Peter said that, he re- reached his hand out to this man. He didn't say, well, I'm going to wait and see if it works. He said, no, <laughs> he didn't. He was expecting it to work. This is why we need to raise our expectancy in Jesus Christ. The more we hear, we grow our faith. How do we grow our faith? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, knowing God, getting to know him. When you get to know him, you have confidence in him. You have trust in him. Like it's been said before one time, uh, they asked Brother Summerall, somebody asked Brother Summerall, What is faith? And this man thought he was going to hear a great dissertation on on faith. And and Brother Summerall looked right at him. He said, faith is just trusting and believing in God and what he has said. So we have, that's faith. If you really believe him, you're not, you're going to begin to say what he said. Amen. Regardless of the circumstances. This is what the truth says. And it says, he took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately, say immediately to yourself, his feet and his ankle bones received strength. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. Listen, do we need signs and wonders and miracles today? Absolutely. And we need to see people full of the Spirit of God doing those very things. You're, you're one of those. You have the uh, right and ability to do that if you've been born again and filled with the Holy Spirit. You should be doing that. You, people in your own little domain, your little influence, uh, uh, sphere of influence that you might be, I don't care where you're living, you might have people around you that are sick or infirmed or whatever. Can you say, can I pray for you? I know a Jesus that still heals today. Amen. That's, that's what we need to do. That's boldness right there. Peter and John had great boldness, but they also had the authority and the power to back it up. Amen. Amen. You got to know that you got to know that. And you can't say, well, that's for somebody else. That's for some TV uh, minister or something. No, that's for each and every one of us. That God is no respecter of persons. Amen. So he leaping up stood and walked and entering the temple, walking, leaping, and praising God, and all the people saw him walking and praising God. Then they knew that it by he was he by the, the, the set by the gate, begging alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled. And Listen, a lot of people were wonder and amazement, wonder and amazement. See in other places it said they, they marveled at Jesus at the things he did. They were the marvelettes, the wanderers. What do you think these these uh, old Motown groups got their names? Right out of the Bible. They were wonders and marvelous and amazed at what they had happened to him. Now, it goes on this continues on. And and I hope I get, I may not get through with all this today. But they went ahead preaching the gospel. uh, Peter and John did. And uh, let me see in verse, I want to get up to verse uh, 40. I did 47, 40, 40 through 47. But it goes on after that. And then in verse chapter four, and they spoke to the people. The priests, the captains of the temple, and the Sadducees came upon them. I only got ten minutes to go, so I won't get through today. But I'll, I guarantee I'll finish this next week. Hallelujah! Amen. Being greatly disturbed, that they taught the people and preached in Jesus the resurrection from the dead, and they laid hands on them and put them in custody until the next day, for it was already evening. Listen. You begin to do things, you're gonna get some opposition, but we shouldn't be afraid. Jesus wants to look like us and act like him, amen? Go around doing what he said to do, how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and power who went about uh, doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, Acts 10:38. That's what he's telling us to do today, brothers and sisters, amen? Amen, and you don't have to be in a pulpit to do that. You don't have to be an elder or an advisor in a church somewhere or a bishop or a whatever, Whatever you want to call yourself. You just be who we are and act like Jesus. Amen? Amen. And they laid their hands on them and they put them in custody the next day and it was already evening. However, many of those who heard the word believed and the number of men came to be about 5,000. Hallelujah. How many of you ever thought we're going to see these people in heaven? We're going to see Peter and John in heaven. We're going to hear about a lot more than what we've read, read in this Bible because there were mighty miracles done by Jesus. That we, he said the books wouldn't even hold it. All the books in the world wouldn't hold it. Amen? So we got to know that. And I'll, I'm going to go down there just a little bit further, and then we're close for the day. And it came to pass on the next day that their rulers, elders, and scribes, as well as Annas the high priest, Caiaphas, John and Alexander, as they, many as were of the family of the high priest were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when he had set them in the midst, they asked. Can you imagine that? Probably set them a couple chairs, and they were surrounded by these guys. Be like, you know, you ever see these prisoners that were hanging, but light, and and you see those many times in war and stuff with a little old light hanging. Uh, over their head, and they'd be surrounded asking them questions. I can just see that group, and they're really not happy because they're not believing all this stuff. And when he heard, By what power or what by what name have you done this? Now, here, listen to this. Then Peter, now Peter didn't shrink back at all. Peter didn't say, Well, you know, I, 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 I you know, I'm just being nervous. No, it said he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. When you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you'll have boldness to say things that need to be said. How many of you know that? You expect, I wrote this comment, expect your spirit-filled relationship with Jesus to help you speak boldly with courage and spiritual understanding. Amen? Don't be afraid of their faces. Don't be afraid of what they're going to do. Listen, if God be for you, who can be against you? Amen? And that we want to be satisfying to the heart of God. Amen? So it goes on to say, <laughs> rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if you this day are judged for a good deed done to a helpless man, but what means has he made uh, been made well? Let it be known to you and all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, wow, hallelujah, whom you crucified. He didn't even hold back, did he? He, he didn't, he didn't, he, he, I mean, they were mad before, but now they're really mad because he said, you did it. You crucified whom God raised from the dead by this him, this man stands here before you whole. This is a stone which was rejected by you builders and which has become the chief cornerstone. Nor is there salvation in any other for there is no other name under heaven given amongst men by which we may be, must be saved. Listen, what boldness, what power. He's not only heard about it, You know, many times we hear about it. I mean, even Joe, Jesus wants you to be filled with the spirit of God. He wants you to have the Holy Ghost and power, be filled with the fire of God. Oh, well, Mike, I don't know if I have to do all that. Yes, you should be doing all that because we're going to be held accountable for everything he said in this word someday. And we're going to stand before him and you can't say, well, I I was timid and I didn't want to do that. No, he hasn't given you a spirit of fear. He's given you power, love and a sound mind. He's saying, go ahead and walk in it. But you got to stir yourself up to do that. You can't, just, you can't just do it on your own. How many of you know you can't do anything without him? That's what Jesus said. I only do what the Father says to do. We should be just like that. We do what the Holy Spirit says to do. And we, how do we know? We get his word on it. Amen? Amen. I mean, how many of you can get, uh, uh, know somebody that you, you're so uh, acquainted with them, you so uh, know that they're honest and, and uh, that you can say, hey, If he said this or she said this, I believe it. Well, we got God's word on it. (laughs) We got God's word on it, which is greater than even mankind says, right? So we put our faith in him. And listen, as we wind down tonight, I want to just pray for you to be filled with his spirit, with the power of the Holy Ghost. And so let's pray right now. Father, I thank you right now that you have not only... (laughs) given us to go into all the world and preach the gospel. But you said, here, I gave you the authority to do it and I give you the power to do it. And may we walk in the boldness of the Holy Spirit, be stirred up in our inner man, being on fire for the things of God in this day and this hour, because you're depending on us. You really are. I don't want you to pass me by, <laughs> go on down the road and get somebody else to do the jobs you called me to do. And I pray for those people in this and viewing this tonight, that they'll do the same thing. They'll say, Lord, I just thank you that you Save me. You filled me with your spirit and you've called me for such a time as this to walk in power and authority and boldness in Jesus name. Help me to speak out boldly. And I know that you will. And I thank you, Lord, that in the midst of all this going on tonight, I speak to every person that's sitting here that may need healing and deliverance or help. It's right here in this word. Be healed and be delivered in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, <laughs> I thank you right now. Your word is true. And it can't. <laughs> we're not doubting it tonight. If God be for us, who can be against us? I thank you for this living and this day and this hour we're living in. We thank you so much. For and give you that you're a faithful God and you give us the tools and the ability to do what you called us to do in Jesus name amen well it's been good to be with you tonight be blessed and we'll see you next time thanks again for listening to hear more messages like this one make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes and if you enjoyed today's message consider sharing it with a friend for more content and information about living word check out our website at livingwordfamily.org and remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel